Hey, it's Keith. Uh, this week we had Matt Taylor as a guest. Matt's here. Say what's up. Hey, everybody. And Matt uh, shed some light on some topics that didn't really matter, I guess. Yes. In the grand... Yeah, so we kind of just bullshitted and talked about things and sandwiches and... Yeah, I think we came in with one idea about uh, what we were doing during quarantine and it just turned into a shit show of just ideas. Yeah. Man, it was, so... It was a good time. Enjoy that for what it's worth. Uh, thanks. Matt said thanks. Hey, thank you very much. Hey, how are you? I don't know. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, this is Matt. You Have you met Matt before in person? I yeah, know. I think so. No? Not, <laughs> not a chance, actually, Brian. I don't think we ever met in person. What's happening, dude? Nothing, man. Yeah, now that we established that we haven't met in person, it's actually, I want to formally meet you. I'm Matt. Nice to meet you, Ryan. <laughs> Matt, nice to meet you. So this is Matt, my roommate, who is um, one of the best brothers of one of my best friends. So we lived together, and we just got done playing a game for, what, three hours? Three hours. Together? What do we call it? I think it's clear. I'm safe three hours, Jay. What do we call it? The most dangerous game? Stagger ball. Stagger ball. No, it wasn't dangerous. I'm not quite dangerous at all. I just didn't want to lose. No, I understand. I I would hate to lose the Keith to, to anything. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. I lost Probably. a couple times. Yeah, it doesn't happen often, though. I was contemplating life, actually, a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> Matt is pretty competitive. As you know, I am um, I'm not really by nature. Well, you're competitive. You're just not really talented or skilled. <laughs> I would, I would, I would, yeah, so you can imagine what it's like losing to that. Oh, I did, dude, I know. It's painful. Not right. that good. So like, what, just what you, fucking sign me up for fucking social security now. Jeez. Disability. All right, I'll crack a beer open. What are you drinking over there, Hersman? I'm uh, drinking some Corona out of a can. You dirty little bitch. That is a dirty move. That is trashy. Actually, if it was a woman doing that, I would judge. <laughs> well, my girlfriend got him, so. Oh, shit. I that's am, why. I'm judging. I'm judging. Yep. It is kind of fascist, though. <laughs> well, I am I am in Mexico right now. Oh, <laughs> not really, no. Um, but it, but if I was in Mexico, it would be fascist to drink Corona, wouldn't it? I suppose it would be. Well, they they actually stopped making Corona in Mexico. I know because of the coronavirus, but it's not because of why you think. Why it's because it? the, they stopped all brewing in Mexico. They did not. They deemed brewing un. Not life sustaining there for whatever reason. So oh. all brewing has stopped. I saw a billboard that said, Thank God Trump built the wall because he saved us from the coronavirus. I saw that with my own eyes on my own phone. So we're going to go straight into fascism like two minutes into this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, so, how was your day today, Ryan? It was good, man. I had an interesting day. Um, it's just an uh, interesting time. Just a lot of introspection, I guess. I don't know. I mean, really, not really. I'm just watching a bunch of YouTube videos, eating you, like a pig. What, what are you getting from your uh, YouTube knowledge? 
What have you got? Uh, well, definitely some, probably going to put on some weight. Definitely going to gain some weight, but. um, That's what you're YouTubing, how to gain weight? No, 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 no. I wish, dude. I wish it's not going to be healthy weight. It's like. Is it successful? Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I go through the spectrum, man. I kind of get like, I get these little mini obsessions. And, um, you know, over these couple of weeks, it's been like a musician or a band I like. I'll get super into that and like dig up everything I can on them. And then I'm like, then I chew it up and spit it out. Then I move on to something else. And like, it's just, it's crazy. Like a public speaker. Well, what's, what's, I've always been that way, but what's cool about this is it's all condensed. So there's no, like, there's no commercial break. Meaning like when you go to work, you just, you get to live your obsession and you get to like, kind of, you kind of just get to go through it. And then that's like, Oh, like where normally that music fit, like that band that I was into would have took yeah. months. I got done with that in a week, you know? Damn. So yeah, it's kind of like, I mean, in a, in a weird way, I was like, I, I wonder what it's like to walk through the stadiums. And I did that in the first three days. <laughs> I was not working. So in that way, it's like, what, what's the farthest I can walk? I went there and I did that. And now I'm just looking at different opportunities and, that's just how I'm living. Yeah, you can like you can indulge your desires more easily. Yeah, exactly. And mine was like, now I can eat whatever I want, and it turned into like, yo, eat whatever I want, and then it slightly then turned into uh, how much I hate myself. Like, probably, like, <laughs> oh, dude, that's that. that's a yo-yo, man. I can relate to that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not good. I mean, it feels great. It's like you worked this hard, you earned it, buddy, and then like two weeks later, like, fuck, why did I do that? See, the, the way it was with me was um, when I was, you know, working my job, I was like, oh, you can eat whatever you want. Just make sure you don't drink as much. And then sometimes it was, oh, I'll drink, but I won't eat. And I'll eat or I won't drink. It never occurred to me to actually go out and exercise. So <laughs> the exercise is, what's different, is what is different for me. Yeah. Excuse me. Oh, God so, bless you. Thank you. Um. But in, uh, in this podcast, we say, God damn you. Oh, oh Pittsburgh. Yes. I, I have a, can I bring up a cool topic to discuss? Absolutely not. And we will go uh, <laughs> in age order. So, uh, well, I'm, I think I'm, I'm the oldest. I'm pretty oh, sure. Well, wait, we did pull a violation here. We did not tell the man what we were drinking. Hirschman, uh, can you guess what we're drinking? Um, Natty Ice. Uh, you're very close. very close. Jenny Ice. No, get no, all the ice. Nat- start with the first brand. Oh, uh, Nat- Natty Light Seltzers. Mm-hmm. Closer. <laughs> you're too close for comfort. Natter days. Uh, yeah. yeah. I was almost showing the phone. <laughs> but uh, I have a cool topic of discussion, and we'll start with um. Start with Matt, and then we'll go to Ryan, and I'll we'll follow with me. So, Matt, if you're ready, I think it'd be fun to talk about your your, your weirdest job, strangest job you've ever had. Oh, uh, all right. Strangest job I ever had was working at Samsonite. I was selling luggage straight out of what? college. Yeah. <laughs> Where? Though? I was selling luggage to buy foreign people. Um, so I was in Tannersville, Pennsylvania. Been um, there. You know, not too far off the North Jersey line up there. I've driven through. So right off Route 80, you'll, you'll see. And 
it was a big outlet there. And I went to the outlet and I was uh I was investigating a bunch of jobs that I could get. It was post college. It's like right post college. You had a degree. I had a degree at the time, but I was still living in the apartment there. So I had to pay the bills at the apartment. Didn't have my certification yet. So I was like, let me go to the outlets to find a job. Got a job selling luggage in Samson. It was it was how long were you there? I was there for about two months. And uh, <laughs> what my, my boss hated me. Why? Um, it was all, I forget sexist, but it was all girls that worked there. She loved all the girls once I came in there. Her boss hired me. Once I got in, she treated me like shite. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it was an old good. Irish dude from. Yeah. I, I approached her about it. Like, she, I, I approached her about it. She was being real sexist and she treating all the girls great, treating me like shit. And then one day when I came in, I was like, yo, what's up with you treating the girls better than me? Oh. And she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And, uh, but why was, was it weird though compared to the rest of your jobs? It was weird because it was just like I had to get dressed in like a shirt and tie and be all cordial for Fuck this nope. minimal paying job uh, that I was selling after luggage. You went through college, and, and, yeah. yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it was bad. Heard that, Hirschman. Um, I don't know if this counts as an actual job, but I did a, uh, I responded to a Craigslist ad once for a, um, bagel focus group and, uh, I got a hundred, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> we met and ate bagels and talked about them. <laughs> a bagel focus group. And I got a, I got a $125 check. <laughs> that was a one day job. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Um, yeah, I don't know if that counts though. So, like, if you want to go for like full time, like real job, um, have you guys ever heard of the uh, Barbara Streisand effect? No, no, indulge us. So, Barbara Streisand effect is uh, so like I think in like two thousand three or something like that. Barbara Streisand, a picture got out of her like. Um, uh, like her mansion or whatever on like Malibu or Malibu beach or whatever, someplace on the West coast. And it's like, it was like ridiculously gorgeous and big fucking crazy compound. And um, when it got out, she, um, she got upset that it was like, uh, <clears throat> that it was, um, that it had be- become like out there for people to see. So she said, she was like, I want that shit pulled down from everywhere. And um, so unintentionally, because she, like, it was out there already for quite a while. And when she said, I want it pulled down, when she said, I want it pulled down, then everybody started, like, checking it out. Everybody started sharing it. It, like, went even more viral because she didn't. Kind of. But so, like, basically, they coined this term. I think it's Barbara Streisand effect when it's like, it's basically like a social. Yeah. It's like a, it's a, it's a social phenomenon kind of thing. Like it's, it basically, you have the, it gets, it's the opposite effect of what you're trying to do. How does this relate to your awesome story? Oh, nothing at all. I just (laughs) thought about it. I think you should sip your Saturday today. Yeah. Wow. We asked you this Saturday is actually strawberry lemonade flavored beer so anyone out there that's listened to this please try it and please 
Buy not some try it. Buy some tums. Buy some buy tums. tums. Absolutely. And find a friend. But Keith, we didn't get to your weirdest job yet. So Keith, could you tell us what your weirdest job? So is? I'm I'm gonna go ahead and probably destroy all your stories. Um, I not my weirdest job, but my most interesting job. I worked at Annie Ann's in the Chamonix Mall, which is like I don't even know if the Chamonix Mall is still around. Is it? Yes, it is. It is. I saw a movie there like a couple of weeks ago. Is that right? Yeah. I worked right at that pretzel factory and right across the uh, alleyway there, the hall or whatever the, what do you call that? Mallway? Corridor? Yeah. (laughs) They were cutting some holes and some doors and I went over and I said, you know, I had my apron on and shit. I was like, what are you guys doing? I said, he said, oh, the Red Cross is uh, installing uh, an indoor haunted house uh, thing to work on. And I immediately said, I worked right there. I pointed with my finger. I was 14 years old. And I said, I want to do whatever it takes to scare the shit out of people. I was like, you don't have to pay me. Like, I work there. Just tell me when to come by here and come over. And it, 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 it was awesome, dude. And it was the weirdest job I ever had because I, uh, I, since then, I've worked at three different haunted hayrides and haunted houses, but that was my first time being like, oh, like I'm good at entertaining people by scaring the shit out of them. And this is a, a worthwhile experience. And it kind of got me into um, the whole like paranormal, weird, like firsthand experience thing that I've done. So I haven't come very far from then. <laughs> Actually, if I, if I found that out, I probably wouldn't let you be roommates with me. <laughs> you know what I'm but, yeah, Ryan, would you trust anyone to actually work in a freaking haunted so house? I'll, I'll bring up, <laughs> so I'll well, bring up one thing I did to uh, Matt here that was taught to me by that job was one time I saw his car outside the, the house parked illegally. Yes. And I used the light that was that, that was uh, <laughs> it was very absent of light. I used a big hood to cover my head. I, I, I positioned my phone higher than it looked and I stared at his license plate for ten to fifteen minutes until he came walking out the door and said, <laughs> I said Bro, no I'm leaving. No, I'm leaving. <laughs> he said, I'm leaving, no, I'm leaving. And then I just couldn't help it. I started laughing. And literally, know that the, um, the phone that was recording his license plate was actually recording video of him responding to the video outside. Getting mad because he was pretending to be parking police. Yeah. So <laughs> what I learned was that uh, waiting, uh, waiting for your response for what you're waiting for and getting patience on that response is so worth it because <laughs> the outcome... Uh, so like, if the if the time took five seconds, hey. uh, the the story will be told for decades, <laughs> and that took around fifteen minutes. So, and I got it on video, so I think it'll go a little longer than that. But what that job, that weird job, taught me was um was, I mean, in a weird way, it was just how to read people and how to scare the shit out of them. 
own this family, nice. contacting the, the landlord saying, I can't live with this. What do you got out there as far as uh, haunted houses, Hirschman? Anything? Or just uh, I actually stuff at uh, crappy buildings in general. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of both one and the same. So I actually moved across the street from a defunct mall um recently and which is interesting but um it's uh it's actually not not haunted at all but down the street um is a place that we always used to go growing up um it's uh i think it's called like the haunted hills hayride and uh just classic man just like every year there's a line um like out to the there's never any parking it's like it's like the destination haunted hayride in like this part of this this neck of the woods and uh it's it's great what's that you have one destination for a hayride no i just mean like it's the it's the one it's the one that everybody goes to it's like the disney world of um, of hayrides like as you know there's several of them but this one this one's the best and it's really close to where i live now so and I actually drive past it all the time, and they have this uh, Ghostbusters-looking station wagon um, parked there that's, like, advertising it year-round. It's like, don't forget us in the fall, and it's just – it's perfect, man. It's deep in the woods um, on this ridiculous big wooded hill on the side of this mountain. Um, There's a wooded hill in Pittsburgh? There's all hills up here, and that's <laughs> actually across – what's really funny is across the street from this – christian tv channel that is like unfortunately well, i don't know i shouldn't say unfortunately but it's just a matter of fact is that they have the strongest broadcast uh of like any oh, channel over the air and that. it's like it's so annoying it's like this shit comes in clear as hell hd they got like point two point like you ever get the over the air stuff now they have like their second channel and their third channel and I mean, they have a bunch of them, and it doesn't matter where you're at. You will always get those. But, like, the Super Bowl or something, eh, it comes in and out. You know, it's like, God damn it. It sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, all these fucking hills. It's... I was out there twice, man. I was actually out there for the uh, Flyers-Penguins uh, outdoor game. They, uh... Yeah, we lost. Yeah, we lost. That's not a surprise. Don't um, get him started, dude. Oh, Don't get him started. Yeah, but then we, we paid it forward when they came here. So Yeah, we paid him overtime. I mean, you could say you paid it forward, but, like, how <laughs> many how many cups have you guys won? Fuck, dude. What did I? Yeah, I'm just, I just can't remember. I just, I'm, on, I'm just genuinely asking. I can't remember. Yeah, zero in my lifetime. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Since the COVID virus? Zero. <laughs> that sucks. I know. Yeah, you know it, man. But you know, it it just it's hard to root for cities that can't even host four sports teams in, in one trip. Ask, ask Ryan what basketball is. What is it? Ryan, what is basketball? I don't know. You're you're pronouncing that uh you're pronouncing the name of that movie the South Park guys made incorrectly. Basketball. Yeah, isn't that how it's pronounced? <laughs> Get your head out of your ass there, buddy. I just think it's like buddy. Not a city that's nationally known. Yeah, they don't. When people think that, where am I going to start a sports team or even contemplate it? I don't think they're even thinking about that. Somewhere in the background, like, see that. That's why I like it because we get the best of both worlds. It's not a big 
disease-ridden, nasty, giant fucking corporate city, but you still get some of the pleasantries of a bigger of a bigger city. So. Without any dentists. Oh, like bigger, <laughs> like bigger venereal diseases and bigger. Uh... I guess. I mean, dude, you can check the numbers on that. I don't think that's that's probably. I will you guys. Car- Carson Street is a, a very nice street to oh. drink beers from. Oh. You're out on Carson Street. Out on Carson Street. Out on Carson Street. I enjoyed myself. That was pretty much it. I saw a few people who were enjoying themselves in Carson Street. I was not among their. Um, I was not among their party. Carson Street's pretty cool. There's a lot of cool different parts of Pittsburgh. It's really. It's more diverse than people How think. Do you, as a patron, go to Carson Street and say, "Hey, I wonder what I'm going to do today." Um, not too, not too often. <laughs> um, I think it's that's like, I mean, there's all there's a little bit of everything down there. Um, so that's like what people call the South Side. The Steelers actually have their practice facility down there. American Eagle Outfitters, their their world headquarters is down there. Yeah, right. There's it's in China, dude. No, that's dude. They're they're down there. They, that where they make all the shit might be in China, where they uh, actually manufacture. But all the brains to the operations right there, right off Carson Street. Um, and uh, there, but on the same on the uh, at the same time, there's um all kind of bars. I mean, it's known for the bars and restaurants down there. And there's really nice places, and there's really divey places, and there's places that is a new name every two years, and. Um, there's places that have staples that have been there forever. So I mean, you kind of just, you can have, uh, all kind of different experiences on Carson street, depending on what very shitty where you want to go. It could, it could get shitty. It could get real shitty. um, Let's do this then. I will ask Matt and then I'll do next. Then you do Pittsburgh, but you do your ideal situation at a Philadelphia bar. Since we haven't been at one, Three plus weeks. Me? No, no. We're gonna start with oh. you. Describe your ideal situation. You're a little younger than me. Yeah, I would. I would say if you if you walk into a Philadelphia bar, you're pretty much guaranteed to have a a immense ratio of like probably three to two in favor of girls to guys. In, in, in Philadelphia, really? I, I feel like Philadelphia's bars do favor. There's a lot of people. Hey, females favor high <laughs> in this city. Actually, a stat came out that females outnumber males in Philadelphia by ninety thousand, and you, that is very apparent. That's numbers. That is the parent in bars. They see the the females do. They flood these bars and they they, they act they act a fool in these bars. Hmm. Um. So I would. Relay. We're still describing your ideal situation. At a so my ideal situation is that we have a ratio of six to one, <laughs> female to male ratio in our bar. That's what I'm saying. See, now I'll, is that is that is that something that happens out in Pittsburgh? Not that I saw. I'm going out there twice. Not that I saw. I don't think I've seen anything but males and she males out there. <laughs> you. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, well, dude, you you must have took a couple, like uh, several wrong turns because I mean, you, you, just, <laughs> you can definitely get that if you want, and I'm pretty sure that's I'm pretty sure you can get that anywhere. But uh, 
I mean, it, it's it's just a little bit of everything, man. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try and look at it with rose colored glasses. Like it is what it yeah. is. But it, you, you, I've had good times. I mean, there's there's been interesting uh, interesting situations. I mean, I've I, I mean I've been to Philly too enough times to I've had good times and bad oh, times had, there. You, you and I have we've had some stories. Yeah, yeah, it's uh. Good ones and bad ones and ridiculous <laughs> ones. Yeah. Right. You were in my backyard, Brian. You were yep. in my backyard. Can you hear the fucking uh, eerie humming thing? Oh, yep. oh yeah, yeah. Yo, he, did you were the one I couldn't hear? I can't hear. Yo, it's that, that there's something going through the wires. It's like, that's it. Yep, it goes up and down. Yep, it's digital. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear it every time I'm back there. I feel so vindicated because that whole night I'm sitting there like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, we were, we were a little fucked up at that point. Well, that's why it was fucking with me. Cause I'm like, well, <laughs> 300 miles away from home. I'm hearing this fucking noise. It's all flat. There's no mountains. Yeah. There's There's no dude's house. They're out They're out fucking the- having fires fucking six feet away from people. Oh, they were massive fires, too. Yeah. But so, um, I do have to relay that same question to you, though. What's your ideal yeah. situation in a bar? So, no, if, if I were in to be Philadelphia, a, yeah, if I were to be a patron in Philadelphia, uh, it starts like it, it's not a one step process. I feel, like. I feel like everybody can agree. It's like you go to the first bar and you're hungry. So you're like, I want to go to that bar that has good food, good beer. Mm-hmm. To order what they are good for, your bills under thirty, under forty, close it out. Say thank you. Then you go where you like the bartender, where you want to drink. Now you want to drink. Okay. Then you go to that place where that guy knows your drink or knows how often to pay attention to you. Then you run a tab. Maybe you get to. 60 bucks. We're still under we're still under a hundred bucks here. It's all based on money. Right? And then I know. nice what? Nothing, nothing good. Alright, so then after you after you sh- showed face at two different places, now we're looking at like midnight. Maybe we go to one spot more. The 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 obvious answer is yes, we go to one spot more. We spend more money than we planned on spending. Or I do, and then uh, cocktails and beers at my place, and that is the ideal first. Were we talking about first date or no? Yeah. We were talking about first night bar out experience. What the yeah, fuck just, are you talking? Yeah, about? that's it. What that's is it. That? I mean, it's all the same except we already uh, knew each other first names. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Hey, Ryan. Yeah, I wish I was in Pittsburgh right now. No, I don't. I got, I got to sit across this fucking table with this guy. You won't right say now. it again tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's all right. I uh I would probably feel if the you same wake way. Up, if you wake up in Pittsburgh tomorrow, you wake up in Pittsburgh. It all depends if Keith is there. I think that's kind of the X factor at this point. I, I really feel like that is it. I've only woken up in Pittsburgh twice. Actually, I, I will apologize on Philadelphia's behalf that you had to wake up with Keith twice in Pittsburgh. In this, no, he was on that couch. And in three times. Oh, shit. I shaved his head and tossed down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. 
<laughs> you got some stories. But what's really cool, and Matt will agree, is that, uh, and Ryan, I really want your opinion on this. I mean, because you're the same kind of dude, is that we can just walk out the front door and within 30 minutes be at a, a piece of like historical importance. We can just read about it and learn about it and just keep moving. Yeah. Um, we, Matt and I, went on a walk. Was it 5.8 miles, six miles? Yep. <clears throat> Matt showed me some shit. I showed Matt some shit. We walked across the Ben Franklin Bridge. We got home. We got home better people. Right? Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, man. Cheers. Just being better people on, for a what's it, matter days. Cheers. Six better mile people. walk, right? That was great, man. Made my so, dog my dog a better person. Yep. Made his dog a better human being. Nice. Right. Can you do that in Pittsburgh? Um, what, take a dog for a walk six miles? No, I mean, are, are dogs legal in Pittsburgh? I guess it's my first question. Um, I don't know, man. I haven't, I haven't owned a dog. I don't think I ever owned a dog, actually. So I actually, for full clarity, I actually don't live in Pittsburgh. I live in a suburb outside. Oh, I live in a township outside of Pittsburgh. I moved, I lived in oh. Pittsburgh for the last seven years before I moved into this place. Yeah, that's and, right. That's cheap. Yeah, you can't do well, it. Well, but I can be skewed <laughs> a little bit, but I can speak on when I was living in Pittsburgh, and it was uh, Pittsburgh is actually like so downtown is so like small downtown, you, downtown. Yeah, downtown. Yeah, down there, that uh, it, in there. um, <laughs> where you going there, though? Oh. <laughs> on downtown, there, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Go. No, nah, it's you're good. Um, cursing is cursing is allowed on this podcast. It's allowed, not. Oh, yeah, he's allowed to tell me to shut the fuck up. Then that's <sighs> but um, nah, you could do you could basically do everything. There's there's definitely history in Pittsburgh. I mean, it was never the capital of any country or anything like that. But bestiality allowed. Ah, dude, that's a great question, man. I I mean, yeah. Uh, how often do you guys get involved in that out there? Uh, not, least not much. Every on the suburbs, I would say once every quarter of a year. Weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like you guys have different answers for that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it comes down to the individual. Yeah, that's fair enough. How you de- determine the Northeast? I thought you were going to say it depends on it depends on what you determine to be bestiality. <laughs> no. We're all on the same page on that. Yeah. We shared the same animals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. But, I'm going to uh, bring up sports. Can I bring up sports? Why do, you, why do you feel so insistent to have so much uh, structure implemented into this thing? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm questioning the same thing. Like, you're not letting anybody expand. Like, this isn't Fox right. News. I'm gonna trying to... He's going right. to go pissed. That's, that's cool. But, well, Brian, it's going to be me and you. Yeah. yeah so, now... Mm-hmm. We can just have a conversation uninterrupted by like some kind of dumb. Yeah, pivot. I think he was going down checklist, like a checklist. Thing. Yeah, it's so so right, unnecessary. Let's move, let's move on. On minute twenty-five, we're gonna move on to fuck yeah. that. Listen, yo, your city is in the middle of hills, man. It's in the middle of mountains. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool, but I feel like I'm gonna be shot at any moment. <laughs> 
because they're going to be like some skilled sniper sitting out there in the trees just looking down on Carson Street and just picking people if, off one by one. If they knew you came from Philly, you might be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I was wearing orange that day, man. Oh, that's a bad color over here, man. Yeah, I gotta First off, color. it's a it's an ugly color, man. I don't know why you'd want oh, Dude, that's the color of my hair. It's oh, terrible. Oh, dude, you got to dye that shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, hey, man, grow it. And it's worse when it's on your skin. You got little freckles and all that stuff. You yeah, worse, well, yeah, I mean, I guess you got, at least you got ugly shirts to match with it. So, Yeah, some green, lime green, stuff like that. But it's cool. You, you start to figure out that white girls don't like you. It's all like <laughs> black girls like you and Spanish girls like you. That's all I've been dating for the last 10 years. Uh, hey, you got to uh, you got to roll with what uh, what comes your way, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and there's there's that's there's a lot of there's a lot of interest interesting things in uh, in those other lanes too. You hey, don't want there's a lot of talent in them spectrums, man. I'm gonna tell you, dude. Last I checked, the worst cheese on earth was fucking American cheese. I want, <laughs> you know what I mean? Ah, that's what I'm talking about. Yes, it is, man. It's spoiled. It's spoiled. It's spoiled, man. You get some of that. You get some of that. I don't know, man. Some of that fucking moldy cheese. You get you yeah. dipping in some good shit. You know yeah, right. You gotta know. You gotta know how to handle it, though. You gotta make sure you like don't leave it in the fridge too long. You gotta make sure you take off the crusty pieces on the outside. It need it needs it needs care. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not just individually wrapped in squares. Yes, and it's easily forgotten. It's right, forgotten, yep. and, and uh, you know, but right now I think I'm that I have to tell the world that it tastes better. I like that, yes, it tastes better. I man. like that, I got I respect it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, what, what's working out there, man? What are the, do the Pittsburgh girls really only have like two, two teeth? Um, they gotta, they always have at least two, if not more. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, now we're working with something. So what's yep. the average? Are we well, like I mean, sometimes five? what I've found is sometimes, I mean, you always want teeth, you know. Sometimes they can they can bite. So yeah. when you're in a situation where there's no teeth, there's one, there's one less thing to worry about on one hand, you know. You've run into that situation? Hey, it's Keith, by the way. It's – uh. It's more of a mental exercise I've run through because you want to be prepared, you know, especially in these times where, you know, people are uh, yeah. people that okay. uh, were doomsday preppers. They're feeling uh, they're feeling like they made the right call. It's like, all right, man, I got to I got to prepare myself, you know, in all phases. So, um, Ryan, I got to open up to you right now. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Keith, Keith just walked into the room and he dropped down a bottle of ibuprofen. No, I just. Oh, let me talk Sorry. to him. Let me talk to Ryan. He can't Sorry. see what's going on. He, he dropped a bottle of ibuprofen in a big cup of water here. Now, I don't know if he's been listening to the news, but just in case I might have coronavirus, ibuprofen would destroy my respiratory system, man. Yeah, it would. Aspirin would just destroy No, your... they say no. This, ibuprofen and Tylenol will fuck your shit up. And it goes across the beach. I just put it across the room. It's just water. And I got a beer. 
that time I'll run away. <laughs> so how are you doing with this quarantine, man? I don't know, man. I'm starting to uh starting to get crazy. Itching? Staying up too late and shit, you know. Sleeping yeah. too late. There's no there's no structure to anything. There's no right. Are you, are you wait what's the latest you ever woke woke up during this whole thing? Well, the wake up are isn't that impressive. Like I, I usually wake up by like two or three. But uh the the what's what's ridiculous is the going to bed times. Like I have done seven thirty AM on more than one occasion. I've still been awake. Oh Matt, it's I, will bad. Give you, I will give you some more balance to the situation. I have woken up at seven thirty to my text messages, which I, I I don't often wake up at seven thirty these times, but I'll see a text from Hirschman from like three <laughs> fifteen AM. And I'll respond and I'll be like, Wow, it's crazy. And he'll respond at well, seven thirty AM. I wanna touch on that, but go ahead. Go ahead. And it's usually a meme where I'll send a a laugh emoji or an LOL or something. Like that. He, he's always there. He's always. I've never seen him off. <laughs> no, nah, dude. I, I like. Uh, I I've kind of um, I've adopted this kind of uh, persona, I guess. That I just I want to be. I don't want. I don't want to be put into a box. I don't want. I don't want anybody to ever be able to predict what where what I'm going to be doing or like my his schedule. Like I I don't want people to know when I'm sleeping when I'm awake. Or your sexual preference. Yeah, or really sexual preference. Sure. Um, We're still not sure. I hey man, I want to take I want to take in all offers and consider all offers. You, know? <laughs> you sound like a great salesman. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm anything but that. But um, the uh, but I I do I just like being unpredictable. It's fucking hilarious. I think it's I think it's kind of funny to be like, it's almost like a psychosis thing. Like it's just like. This motherfucker's crazy. And a lot of people, like, a lot of people say the same shit. Like, they'll, they'll, they'll notice, like, how Keith does. Like, I mean, I've had many people say, when the fuck do you sleep? Like, what are you, like, I don't know, man. It's, right. it's weird. Well, I mean, that, that's still, there's still no hard evidence that you do sleep. This is true, so, I guess, yeah. We are all on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> I like it that way. I don't want. Well, and, and I've met people that have had the same amount of hours that you have had to sleep. They are not nearly as, uh, you know, functional. Yeah. And easy to deal with. You, you run an entire state's market worth of beer. And that's something to be said. Yeah, I man. It's... What, I'm, what I'm asking is the, the cocaine in Pittsburgh, is it cheaper than it is in Philadelphia? <laughs> Well, see, this is where it becomes counterintuitive. And where now, do you do cocaine? That's no, a that's a given for sure. <laughs> so, the the only thing like that I that I will say about that is traditionally stuff you know comes in from a coast or another. So, like usually, you'd think Philly would have the more pure, the more cheaper, the better, the closer to the source connection. But um, I guess it seems like that's not the case. Oh, you're just finding another way, another way to shit on our beautiful city i mean i don't think i'm shitting on it i'm just kind of speaking facts you know you're just, oh yeah you're just things are what they are you can't really should we build eight more bridges to get to the same goddamn central island that nobody cares about well we actually have uh 
The only city that has more bridges than Pittsburgh is Paris. In the whole oh. whole world. Oh, Matt, can you tell them what I'm doing? I believe you're clapping. Yeah, I'm just giving a round of applause. Oh, I thought you were bridges. I thought you were slapping your veins. You know, you know what's cooler than a bridge? In, uh, you know what's cooler than a bridge in Pittsburgh? A guy jumping off a bridge. No, it's just if you're in a bridge in Paris, at least you're in Paris. If you're on a bridge in Pittsburgh, you're going fucking Pittsburgh. Yeah, we're leaving Pittsburgh. <sighs> you're leaving. I'm out of. I don't live. I don't live there. No, he did. He did leave. So I, I did leave. It does say something about it. Oh, are we all on the same page then? I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. Should we just call this podcast "Leaving Pittsburgh"? It could. It wouldn't be inaccurate, but uh, <sighs> the nuance as to why would certainly be uh, argued upon. Right. So, can I go to the Permanning Brothers? Please. Can I? Can uh, I go there? Well. Is I'd also like spot? we're about to really shit on Pittsburgh big time, you and I. And I feel like that's what we've done is the theme of this episode so far. So I want to buffer that. I want to ask Ryan real quick. What the fuck is up with <laughs> brothers, dude? That fucking place sucks. Oh, dude, uh, did I tell you to go there? Did I recommend that? No, it's the, right. the I world. You, I the you. world. You know what made me angry? I'm going to come out, Ryan. There was a yeah. There was a uh, there was an ad that came out that said Permani's brother sandwiches were better than any sandwich in Philadelphia. It was like best sandwiches in Philadelphia. Like they, they Trump. I get Patsy Gino stinks. They stink out here. Pretty good. But they were saying <laughs> Permani brothers smokes any cheesesteak out here, and I was just like, Ugh. and I had your sandwiches out there. Any sandwich made with white bread, frankly, can go kick rocks and, <clears throat> and can suck my dick. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's just it's, it ain't the same, man. It's just a bad sandwich. I, I had the top seller out there. I think it was, a, I don't know, the turkey with the I, no, I it's like it was. It was French fries. And it was not memorable. It was not memorable. You forgot about it. Yeah, it was all. It was all. Yeah, you had the coleslaw, yeah. the French fry. I will say, top, but it had, it was all mush because it was all white bread holding it together. Yeah, this year you got a, you got something. Like, and rosa rolls, damn rosa rolls. So, so I, I need to speak before Ryan. She's gonna go on forever, but I will say that I'll play devil's advocate. I'll say when I was at Permani Brothers in Central Pittsburgh, the prices were really good. I'm a cheap motherfucker. Uh, I had as uh, long as the prices are good. Uh, two bottles of beer, a sandwich, and my lady had a sandwich. Okay, she spent less than thirty bucks. Two sandwiches, two beers, and if you go to Gino's, you, you can't buy beer first of all, uh, and you're looking at like thirty bucks just for two sandwiches. So. But no, with that being yeah, you're gonna go to Gino's today, right now, no, and buy two. I told you, Patsy, Gino's with trash. But they're not. I want to. Yeah, they're bad. They're terrible. You would you would look objectively at a Gino's sandwich and say this is not good food. Yes, 
if it was sitting right here. Look, mine's sitting back, just like let these fools. Yeah, like they're tarting around me. He's like, he shut up. He didn't even try to interrupt. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna let these fools go at it. Yeah, so so if a Gino's sandwich, I would take Gino's over for Manny's. All right. If you would, if you said what I would get was in the mood for, I would say I would take a Gino's. But what I'm saying is, if you have a Gino's and a Pats in front of you, and Pats is even better. You would say, "Oh, these are disgusting. I'm not going to eat either one. They're awful." You wouldn't do it. Which would you rather go for? I'll go for a Pat over a Permane. Respect. All right. So, Ryan, what what do you think it on this? Well, there's a couple things. So, first off, we had awful experience. We are a bunch of bitches. That's what I'm well, <laughs> no, no, he had. Definitely, you guys are definitely a bunch of bitches. But um, <laughs> you fuck that's that should that that's apparent. People listening, I don't even have to state that. So, um, what I will state is this: Pats and Geno's and just the Philly style cheesesteak. I'll give it this: it, it, it's almost all really fucking good. Bread is fucking good, and I'm a big bread like it. Like as far as like, I mean, at one point I'll consider myself like basically a cheesesteak connoisseur. And, um, you know, but pl- like places I would measure them up as to how good their cheesesteak was. And um, bread's important. Obviously, the steak's important. You know, the grilled onions um, going down the line. You know, that, that fake, that white, creamy, fake-ass mayonnaise they put on shit. That's, that's shit's excellent. But <laughs> there's one, I, there's just one major flaw that just fucks it up for me for like the Philly-style cheesesteak. Cheese and we, we talked about this earlier, that, Amer- that a fake American cheese was shit. That yeah. is trash. Yes. yes, you're right. Thank you, sir. You are absolutely right. That's why when you come back out here, I'm going to take you Tony to... Luke's. No, fuck Tony Luke's. We're going to John's Roast Pork on Snyder right, Avenue. Ryan, when you're out here, they use pure American cheese on their cheesesteak. So the bread goes with it. It's a Caesar roll, sarcone roll. They're they homegrown sarcone roll. And then they put American cheese on top, grilled onions, and the best ceremony steak you'll ever taste in your life, man. It's the best. See, I could get down on that. Um, but like in my in my ideal cheesesteak, um, this probably won't be popular among the among us three. But oh boy, it, dude. Uh, provolone cheese is easy. Ow. Best, you got to put it no, on. No, Ow. he's not wrong. Provolone and cheesesteak is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. No, oh, yeah. it is phenomenal. He's not wrong. No, Dude. yo, I stepped into those boundaries, man. It is phenomenal. It's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, but I got that fake ass. Provolone doesn't melt. So, yeah, it does. It stretches. If you know how to cook, it, it does. It, but here it is. So we went to Steve's Prince Estates. This is up on um, St. Vincent and uh, Bustleton up in the Northeast. And they have a banging American cheese provolone steak. But the, Ameri- the, uh, the American cheese is that gooey. It's almost like a whiz goo that you put on there. And it has that. Cheese water. That's what he called it. <laughs> cheese water, but provolone to go with it. Oh, my God. Yo. Listen, Ryan. I'd fuck with that. Next time you're in town, man, we'll go do it. I'd fuck with that. Ain't getting any better. Well, no. Let me. Now, there's an explanation with Brandon. Yeah, please go back. First off, so I just wanted to make that that clear about the whole Philly cheesesteak. That Philly style is just that's the one big flaw that I just can't get past. And like, you know, like if you take if you uh, you can go to Pat's and you can get 
uh, provolone. They'll look at you all fucked up, but it is an option. But, you know, I like th- like things have an aesthetic to them. And like, really, in all reality, it's not a Philly cheesesteak anymore. It's just a cheesesteak when you put provolone on it. So um, you sound like a cook. I mean, I've, I've been known to cook some stuff, but I'm just saying like, I'm just mean like, if you're going to go, if you're going to do something, like if you're going to do the iconic thing, like you got to do it that way, like the way that it's intended. And I just, the way that it is, like, I, I recognize that a a true Philly cheesesteak has that shit on it, has that fucked up cheese water on it, but I, (laughs) I just don't like it. Not wrong. And uh, you go, every time, every time you said cheese water, I think of, Sailing the seas of cheese. <laughs> yeah, a lot it's of not wrong for 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 the national appeal, but I feel like local appeal is definitely different than yeah. the national appeal. Well, I mean, between Pat's and Gino's, it's really chipped or yeah. solid. Or yeah, yeah, the, 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 the uh, steaks. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, so uh, with regard to Permanis, it all you know, everything's all about context, and I'm sure there's probably some story as to why. Cheese water has to be the shit on a Philly cheesesteak, but um, uh, Permanis came into existence be- uh, for uh, it was like it was the first twenty four hour bar in Pittsburgh, and uh, with food and they they f- food twenty four hours and uh, it was for truck drivers and uh, apparently at one point a truck driver asked for all like the fries and everything on the sandwich because he was in a hurry so apparently like it just took off from there. And that's why they do that because it's like if you want in and out quick, um, that that is the per- that's the origins of that sandwich, and that's why it has all the shit that it has on it. Do I? Do you see? Did you? Do you? Did you see me going there? Do you see me eating it? I don't. It's not yeah. my thing. Um, so, but I, when I was there uh, in January or December, I don't remember, but yeah. I was there, and I will say that I was trying to be immersed as much as. Uh, and uh, you know, someone traveling would be, and I I saw on the menu that they had different locations, but that uh, one of, I, it said our number two bestseller, and it said this the sandwich. Yeah, and I said, well, that's what I'm gonna get. And as you know, privileged white person, I said, oh my gosh, well, I'm gonna have your number two, but what's your number one? And they said, beer. Number one seller is our beer, pop a beer. And then enjoy our sandwiches. And you know what I did? I had a beer and I enjoyed it. So there's a lot of parallels, actually, that nobody wants to admit between, like, Gino's and Pat's and and Permanis. Um, As far as, like, the the level of, like, the ratio of touristy people to, uh, like, in-town people is probably the same out there with your guys, Pat's and Gino's, as it is with Permanis. It's just, like, it's the basic bitch thing to do when you come into yeah. this town and uh it's the you know it's the thing that if they're playing like monday night football that's the thing they show when they come back from commercial just like how they do in philly with like Gina's or pats they'll show the uh guy on the flat top chopping it up and shit you know same exact fucking thing and the charm it's really this another thing has nothing to do with that part but like they're super they're all super rude like Permanis, they're rude and snarky. Gino's, they're rude and snarky. It's yeah, like it, it, it's like it's great. That's part, but that's part of the charm just, of those places yeah. that you expect that. Like that's how it's supposed to be. And, exactly, and that that's how John's is like too. Like when I the place I mentioned that's the best steak here in town is like you go in there, 
if you go in and go to the wrong spot and order a cheesesteak, though, and like, uh, <laughs> actually, sir, you're supposed to order a roast pork here. Go to the end of the line. They'll send you to the back. Damn. So, that's how rude. Yeah, they're rude there, man. And that it, it's expected here, and that's a part of the experience. So, right. And that uh, Permanis is a little bit like that. But I think, like, overall, to me, like, that's kind of a Philly thing where it's like, you got to get your shit right, man. Get the fuck, you know, hit the fucking road, you know? Like, that's like... I ex- the thing is, yo, like, your fans are like, I would say your fans because I've been in your, uh, just in your sporting events. Yeah, your fans are way nicer than ours. I mean, you could say that. What you just said, everybody's fans are way nicer than Philly fans, though. It's not they're nicer. I said this I mean, when I came back. They're sweeter. I'll say sweeter. They're sweeter. It's not that they're. It's not that they're more nice. It's just that they're less mean. Well. So there's there's some contributing factors to that. That'd be like their all star hockey player likes to cry tears while he's playing, while he holds the fucking cup up above his head and he, every other he year. He does that all the time. Yeah, tears of joy. Yeah, you don't know about it. Um, but uh, he takes it up the butt. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he did. He I don't know what he does. I don't care. I watch him play <laughs> hockey, and what he does when he doesn't have the skates on, I don't give a shit. Um, but uh try to grow a mustache. You don't care about the butt stuff? I mean, why why would I care about that? What does it matter? It's just visually disturbing. I don't think about piece. it. Dildos. <laughs> you do though. You really do. I mean I think about it when you guys bring it up, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so butt stuff. <laughs> But I mean, just fan the fans. It's like I think the difference is like you guys have never like Philly fans rarely ever get their nut. So it's just like you got these guys that are all backed up and like we're all yeah. He's got some. Yeah, I've never heard of. Have you ever been to a Philadelphia? Have you been to a Flyers game here? No. It's like uh, the, the most lo- – so the rankings go – it goes the, – the Eagles are the most loyal fans here, I think. And, but it's – that's 1A, right? And 1B, Flyers are the most loyal. And then it goes Phillies, Sixers. Well, like Flyers, Flyers loyalists are they're sick. Yep. They're sick. They, do, they seem sick. And dire. They all have mullets. They all smell like – Live and die. Cream cheese. Well, I mean – Combined with toenail. <laughs> and they love Metallica. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just, so you were real about your fan base. I'll be real about mine too. And that's actually, I think that the loyalty is a little bit more respectable. Pittsburgh has had times where and this is this is kind of the downside of not being a major city is the demographic isn't quite what obviously what it is in a bigger place. So um, we got some fair weather fans out here. I got to admit that shit. Like pe- penguins have been so good for so long and, and nobody's note, like it, it hasn't pushed, hasn't come to shove yet, but like I'm old enough to remember when they weren't good and they weren't selling out the arena. They almost left. They almost went to Kansas city. They were like, 97. they were a cut. No, they won a cup in 97. My bad. It was like 98. They almost left after winning. the Yeah. Cup, right? Yeah. And like, I mean, that's how fair weather fans that we have that, that Pittsburgh has. And, and it's true. And, and nobody wants to talk about this because the Steelers have been good for forever. But I, I firmly believe as somebody that, lived, that grew up here, 
if they were back, if the Steelers had three straight losing seasons, that next year, that beginning of that fourth year, it would be hard like to get that stadium full. I guarantee it. And it's not that there, there's a lot of other rabid fan bases that are way more lo- like even Cleveland. They suck every year, like so fucking bad. And they're, they have the best fans. It doesn't Buffalo same shit mm. and it's like oh man well, you gotta say the eagles before. well the eagles are the eagles are good <laughs> occasionally so like it's kind of different. yeah but the eagles are awesome but even before that in the 90s they were still bringing in fans man. well like they just yeah they rock their shit they do and they bitch like they'll they'll tell you like what's wrong with the team for sure but and i think yeah. i honestly think like man i i hope that people look back at andy reed like Look, man, like, because especially yeah. because you got yours, he got his. Like, I hope that we do. It was time to move yeah. on. It was at the time. It was the time to move. We were just aggravated because he had those stellar teams, like this team that lost to the Pacers, that team that lost to the Bucks, that team that lost to the Rams, that team that lost to the Carolina Panthers. Rams. I remember that. Should have beat those teams. Yeah, they should have beat them. They were they were stellar teams, and they just couldn't get it done. That's why we despise Andy in that way uh, when he was here. And the same thing with but McNabb. He, like why like you know how many franchises would have been that he'd be that he would have he would be the number one or he'd be in the top two or three quarterbacks in a in a more than half of the franchise's histories. Well yeah. Well he's Jim Kelly Jr. <laughs> oh man. But even but, you know what uh, I mean? yeah, like Jim but, Kelly okay, there's a different shit either, but Jim Kelly celebrated ah, Jim Kelly's that's the difference though. Jim Kelly like you said, Jim Kelly is celebrated. That dude's a god. Yeah, in four Buffalo. straight Super Bowls compared to four straight yeah. NFC championships. You yeah. lost four. Like I mean, you get aggro. Say Ben Ben Roethlisberger took you to all those championships. Yeah. And then just lost. Well, them. guess what? We You're we like, had that hat. We had a guy like that. We had a we had uh, Cordell Stewart and, and um, the coach uh, Bill Cower. He actually, he was yeah, like, had, he was like two yeah. and five in AFC championship games, and and they yeah. were all yeah. all the five losses I think were at home. So yeah, that Patriots so, loss. Yeah, there was two Patriots losses. Patriots, yeah, and uh, ah, but fuck. and they were and well, the one of the Patriots losses. The Patriots were the better team. That was in the middle of the beginning of their dynasty. But the other one, when Cordell, they, the, that was when the Patriots, Steelers would choke out of nowhere. They'd have these lesser teams. And, like, the Patriots came out of nowhere that year. That's when they, that, they scored a uh, uh, blocked field goal for a touchdown and a punt for a touchdown. They only won the game by four points. And uh, You know this? Like, you just know this shit? Yeah. Like, See, I, like all right. Well, then you got oh, a good point. I don't want to go, go down football lane too far. Like, but I just oh. want to say in general, like, I think the biggest difference in sports teams is that this is going to be an unpopular opinion in Pittsburgh, but I think we got fair weather fans. We just had good teams. And I think Philly is a little bit more like, yeah, they're, they'll bitch and they'll talk shit about their team, but they'll show up and support them. Well, that's obvious when it comes down to when the national ratings come out like what's the best sports town in America you guys have all the championships but you ain't in the corridor it's like Las Boston us New York and then that's pretty much it yeah it's not, we're not a major market you know like I'm not even close and uh, yeah you're you're really not major at, I mean I'm sorry to say this you're, you're in our state and I love my state of Pennsylvania but like I don't know what the fuck else you guys do besides you know like 
a good hockey player. And steals out of style. Uh, we don't yeah. even make any steal here anymore, man. It's like a yeah, neither is Beth. Um, but they yeah. did invent. They do think they have a uh, vaccine for the coronavirus that was invented here in Pittsburgh at uh, Carnegie Mellon. No, that was. Uh, is that going to kill everybody? That was polio. Uh, that was polio. <laughs> yeah, Jonas. Or, that was polio. Polio vaccine was invented in Pittsburgh, but the coronavirus. The, there is a vaccine that has been. It's in. It's on its way to the FDA for approval. Uh, going through clinical trials that was made here just within the last two weeks. Oh, yeah. So it's a big medical. I think, I think that's going to kill people. What coronavirus? No. Because <laughs> if I get corona, I'm going to be all right. Man. You're not going to take it because it's from Pittsburgh. As long as it's PA strong, we're good to go. I, I don't care. So, I, 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 dude, don't so, take it. Um, Ryan, I, Ryan, I got to ask you, what, what do you feel about this whole podcast with with these uh Extra people nice. coming in here. I'm all right with it. I like it. It's, the F up the flow. I like it that I like that there's less structure because we can just talk about whatever. Yeah, but you you also consider yourself a much more interesting person than you actually are. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that that's a lot of a lot of people feel that way. It's all it's all you know. All, all roads lead to narcissism. Narcissism, right? <laughs> yeah, it's pointing right at. What me. What are you going to bring a guest on? Can you bring? Can you supply the next one? Sure. I mean, not yeah, I could do that. You think you yeah. can? I don't know. I just see. I just don't you know if you see now. You are. You definitely have the inflated ego that you uh, are very protective of because it's <laughs> actually pretty fragile. So that's why I've been hesitant to to get you. So Ryan, Ryan, we're we yo, Ryan. The break the breakthrough of this podcast is when we shut his structure down. We shut that timeline. Yo, he was so timeline. He was like, okay, guys, let's move on. Let's talk about Pittsburgh. Time, time, time. <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't hear a bell, yeah. bro. It was like, ding, on to the next yeah. topic. So just so you both know, I, I create the intros and the outros <laughs> every episode, so you're both talking. Whatever. All right, it's better man. that way. But, uh, it's always good talking to you. Yeah, I wish I could say the same. <laughs> Piece of shit. All right. Hey, Brian and um, Keith, thank you for having me on. Yeah. This is, this is a pleasure talking to you both. Yeah. Yo, Ryan, it'll be good to meet you in person. Yeah, I think Matt should be a regular, and I think you should meet Matt at some point since you slept in his house. Fair enough. Times. I'm down with that. Yeah. Did you go in my drug drawer? Uh, I if I did, I replaced everything, or cut it. All right, thank you. Nope. all right, thank you. Sir. No thank problem. You, sir. I got. It. All right, uh, enjoy your uh, enjoy yourself. We love you.